doing? Welcome back to Yellow Bee Pod, your podcast all about sharing stories from East and Southeast Asian diaspora. How are you? <laughs> My name is Natalie. I'm British-born Chinese and I host this podcast on episode 14, which is incredible. And this week we're going to be kind of throwing it back to episode one where I sat down with my sister. So anyone who is a long-time listener or has listened back to the first episode of this podcast, you'll know that in the first episode, I sat down with one of my younger sisters and it's actually our most popular episode by far. So I thought for this week, I'm going to sit down with not one, not two, but three of my younger sisters. Yes, I have three younger sisters. And in this episode, we're talking about our Asian upbringing, the fights that we had growing up and, you know, just what it's like to grow up with immigrant parents and hopefully a lot of relatable and hilarious content for you. I had a absolute blast editing this. I was literally sniggering and laughing and my sister was watching TV and she just kept looking over like, uh, is it that funny? I'll be that hilarious. <laughs> Thank you so much to everyone who tuned in and enjoyed last episode, episode 13 with Minju from Fluent Korean. She says some amazing stories about how she's getting back in touch with her Korean culture, how that helps her with her relationship with her parents, and also shares some incredible and fascinating history about the women of South Korea. If you haven't listened to that episode already, go back on your podcast player, download it now, and you can listen to it after this one. That was episode 13 called Women of South Korea and How to Be Fluent Korean. And while you're there, don't forget to hit subscribe. I don't have a regular release schedule because I don't know, that's just not who I am as a person. So to make sure you don't miss any of the episodes, make sure you are hitting subscribe on whatever podcast player you are listening to this on. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, all of the podcasts. I use CastBox. Um, I don't really know why because I pay for Spotify. Like I have a Spotify subscription and I pay for my whole family, but I don't use Spotify to listen to podcasts. I don't know why. I think I need to switch over. I don't know why. I use Castbox. Um, what do you use? What do you use to listen to podcasts? I think looking at my analytics for listeners, most of you listen to this on Spotify. So what's up, Spotify fam? And also shout out to Apple Podcast fam, especially if you are one of the amazing people who have left this podcast a five star rating and a review. I love you. I appreciate it so much. It really helps other people discover this podcast and get some more British Asian relatable content. It takes just 30 seconds to open up Apple Podcasts on your Apple device and leave a five star review. And if you would do that, I would appreciate it so, so much. I want to share some reviews that we've had recently. Firstly, one from Delma. She says, I love this podcast. All the topics that have been discussed so far have either been relatable or a learning curve. This has inspired me to research and learn more about communities and people in general. No more assumptions. Delma goes on to say, to add, Natalie's podcast style is so friendly and inclusive. I find myself a number of times agreeing and giving my opinion aloud. I love that. You like sat on the train or something and then just talking to yourself and speaking out loud agreeing. Uh, Maybe not on the train, but maybe at home, in your kitchen, at your desk. Are you listening to this podcast? Where, Where do you listen to this I listen to podcasts basically every moment of every day so I could be in the bathroom I could be in the kitchen I could be out on a walk I'll be listening to podcasts for sure and I definitely want to create content that is yeah either relatable or something we can learn from and I'm really glad that um this reviewer Delma thank you so much I'm really glad that this is something that you've got from previous episodes of this podcast another review here from crunchy sushi taco what a great name we don't have enough Asian American women on the air and I'm here for it. Nestle brings impeccable conversation, knowledge and guests together for a great podcast. I love it. 
Thank you so much for your review. I am not Asian American. I am British Asian, British Chinese, but still love this review. And I really, really appreciate you listening from the US. Another podcast review from the US, um, T. Lowe says, I have two cousins that live in England and the first episode with Natalie and her sister made me miss them. I love the dialogue in the first episode. As a new podcaster myself, the dialogue in episode one is along the same vein as our own first episodes. Oh, so this reviewer has a Asian American podcast, which is amazing. I listen to quite a few Asian American podcasts and Tilo says, glad I found you, Natalie. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for listening again from the US. And you should tell your cousins that live in England to listen to this podcast as well. I am always keen for people to share this podcast with people that they think might find it interesting or relatable. We don't have any fancy marketing campaigns or anything. Um, so most of the people that find us, it's either through a recommendation from someone that they know. So share, share it. What's not to love about sharing? Share this podcast with someone who you think would enjoy it. And if you discovered us organically through social media, I really appreciate that. Thanks so much for tuning in to listen. We just hit 900 followers on the Instagram page. So we're going to be hitting the big one thousand soon if you aren't already following on instagram and twitter find us there find me there i don't know why i keep using the plural because it really is just me behind this podcast but find me slash us on instagram twitter at yellow bee pod i think i've caught up on all of my dms as well so absolutely love hearing from listeners so drop me a message tell me what you liked what you didn't like about the podcast so far and also i'm always looking for suggestions of future topics that you would like to see explored so right now I'm recording this podcast in the middle of a damn heat wave here in the UK. Apparently today it's going to be highs of 34 degrees, which is mad. And if you're listening to this and you have also experienced this heat wave, it means that you have survived the peak of it. So hello, well done. <laughs> I'm going to be eating lots of ice cream after I finish editing this episode. I've had a bit of a summer break over the last week. So since the last episode, I had nearly one week complete digital detox, so completely offline, which was really refreshing. I am a huge social media addict and I am always messaging people as well on WhatsApp and more. So for me, it was quite a big deal to put down my phone completely and to really remember who I am when I'm not checking my phone first thing in the morning. Like my phone is basically my boyfriend because it's the first thing that I will look at in the morning. And I think I really, really needed that time off my phone because especially this year, there's just been so much going on and there's always a huge amount of content, you know, in the world. There's always going to be more content that you can ever possibly consume. But particularly this year with with everything that's going on, I think we put a lot of pressure on ourselves to be knowledgeable about COVID-19, about Black Lives Matter, about other activism that's going on. And that means that we have this extra pressure to constantly be available, constantly be checking for updates. And I found that that's been so draining. And over the last couple of months, I've stopped checking COVID-19 news every hour, every day. I really don't need to know when the death rate increases in every country across the world. It's literally the most draining thing to read. And actually, I really don't need to know that. And limiting the amount of COVID-19 news that I read to just maybe once a day has really, really helped me to remain calm and also productive in the average day. Earlier this year, I also muted and left, completely left a whole bunch of group chats and I'm following pages that I just found draining and rubbish. I turned off notifications for all of my most used apps. So Twitter, Instagram, WhatsApp, all the notifications are off. Even though I'm still checking my phone all the damn time, like picking up, I actually do find that I pick up my phone less because I don't have to respond to every little ping. And 
when I need to be productive at work, sometimes that's not enough and I just need to put my phone on airplane mode, put it away so I, it's not just like an impulse to pick it up. Sometimes I do that. I just pick up my phone and open social media and start scrolling without even realising and I don't even know what I'm looking for. Or sometimes I'll pick up my phone to do this one thing and 30 minutes later I'm on a whole other app doing 10 million other things. Do you get that as well? I would love to hear what your screen time is because I thought my screen time was pretty normal but apparently having more than 10 hours screen time is not normal. And my phone is set to sort of set, send me a notification when I've spent sort of more than four hours on my phone because apparently four hours is... I don't know, someone who designed the app decided that was more than enough. Four hours, I can hit that before I even finish my breakfast. So it's really not working for me. And that doesn't even include the time that I spend looking at social media on my laptop or working from my laptop or watching TV. So my screen time is ridiculous. And despite all the steps that I've taken earlier this year to reduce the amount of time that I spend on social media or watching sort of any screen at all, I still really, really relished in being able to turn off completely. And I think that's the only way for me to actually reconnect with the real world, which seems quite drastic because it's not something that I can do every week. It was only because I was off work last Last week that I really took the opportunity to do a big big digital detox but I loved it and it made me realize as well that I don't always have to be available I don't always have to be checking through all the news that's coming up on Twitter because the sky didn't fall in I had a really great time I connected with people face to face and I enjoyed some time in nature I went to the seaside for a bit of a staycation it was beautiful I'm so grateful for the people I can spend time with and recognising that even though like online communications has been so important for so many of us during this time and I'm so grateful for everyone that I've met especially since starting this podcast because I didn't expect to be coming out of lockdown with new friends but having said that it also has its detriments and it's really about sort of finding that balance everything's about finding that balance right. So if you've had a digital detox before, I would love to hear how you found it, especially after the digital detox, when you came back to the real world. Did you slip back into your old habits or did you feel differently? I found it quite overwhelming coming back this week, but now I'm pretty much caught up on everything that I didn't see last week and I've still spent overall less time on my phone and on social media. So yeah, feeling good. I've also been reading a book by a author called Jenny O'Dell, Odell. Jenny O'Dell, O-D-E-L-L, is called How to Do Nothing, Resisting the Attention Economy. And one of the many things that she talks about in the book is also about how, you know, apps are created to be addictive and how we're so obsessed with scrolling or looking for that quick fix and how we sort of get like a really short high from every notification ping. And I guess I need to wean myself off of that because I am addicted. I mean, it's probably been 10 years since I got my first smartphone. And since then, the addiction has just grown and grown. But I can't be spending more time on my phone because it will just affect my sleep I mean it already does it will affect my sleep even more because I pretty much spend every waking hour already looking at a screen I would definitely recommend this book I haven't really seen anything about how the author Jenny O'Dell is Asian American but she talks in the book about her mum is Filipina and she has a great story that I would really recommend you checking out about when she had a realisation that that the Filipino language that her mum was speaking was not Tagalog but another language which I don't know how to pronounce so I'm going to skip over it. She just had this realisation because she had always assumed that her mum was speaking a Filipino language that she herself didn't know so she assumed it was Tagalog when actually it wasn't and she had a bit of a realisation with that. If you do check out the book at any point, I would love to hear your thoughts because I always like to discuss different things that I've read to really help me gain an understanding of it as well and to see different perspectives. 
but it's definitely a book that I would recommend. How to Do Nothing, Resisting the Attention Economy by Jenny O'Dell. Okay, so in this episode, I sit down with my three younger sisters, Jessica, who is 20, how old is she? 25, Lauren, who is 19, and my youngest sister, Olivia, who is 15. I actually seem to mention her a lot, like in conversation, and I'm sure I've mentioned them all in earlier episodes of this podcast, because they really make up a massive part of my life. It's the real sisterhood, a word that I'm trying to use more and more, because it's just the perfect word to encapsulate what it's like to grow up with strong relationships with your siblings, and I'm so, so grateful for that. So this Sunday, the first Sunday in August every year, is Sisters Day. Who knew? There really is a awareness week or a celebration day for everything. And Sisters Day is not the same as Sibling Day. And it's not the same as Brother and Sisters Day. But anyway, take this moment to recognise someone in your life who is either a sister or a sister from another mister. Even if they're not your sister, they're someone's sister. I don't know. But reach out to them, say hi, wish them happy Sisters Day for this Sunday. Or if it's already passed, wish them a belated Sisters Day. In this episode, we start off by doing some sister tag questions, but the conversation, of course, goes on a tangent, which I love, and it's definitely one that I hope you will enjoy. Also, you could find more content from me and my sisters on Instagram and Twitter, at Pod. Um, where I'll be sharing some pictures of all of us, you can tell us if we look alike or not, and... There's quite a big age gap between myself as the eldest and Olivia, my younger sister. So I feel like we do have different experiences and perspectives on life, even though we grew up in the same place with the same parents. And we do obviously have a huge amount in common, but our experiences are quite different. And you can sort of get a vibe of our ruthless ruthless banter in this episode thank you so much again for tuning into yellow bee pod hit the subscribe button follow us on social media leave a review and share this episode with a friend also if you share it on your instagram story so if you take a screenshot share it on your instagram story tag us and i can see it and reshare it i would love that okay let's get into the conversation and i hope you find this episode as hilarious as i did (laughs) This is going to be the recording. Just kidding, I can edit it. Just kidding, I might keep it in. Anyways, this is the first time I'm actually recording with people in real life. So I have all of my younger sisters around the table with me. Very exciting. Um, Thanks. (laughs) Do you want to introduce yourselves? Who wants to go first? Why don't we go in age order? So I'm the eldest, Natalie, and then Jessica, who you might remember from episode one. My name's Jessica. Um, I'm the second oldest. Um, my role in the family is to be very caring of my younger sisters. Are you saying I'm not caring? No, but you didn't talk about your role. You were I don't supposed know what to tell my us role what your role is. I don't know what my role is. Um, and I like cooking food. Well, I don't really do that. You you speak differently when you're on podcasts. Yeah, well, she uses her work voice, but exactly. it's also like her work me. phone voice. I wasn't talking about this. No, you ruined my flow. I think that's fine. To my right is. Hi, <laughs> I'm Lauren. I'm the middle child. I'm 19 years old. And I'm what do you mean you're the middle child? Jessica's the middle child. Well, as I'm well. one of the middle children. I'm half the middle child. I don't think middle I'm child. the middle child. You are the middle child. Yeah, I, I, th- I feel like the middle child because I'm Age six wise? years younger. Age wise. Yeah, six years younger than Jessica and four years older than Olivia. Yeah, I'm the youngest. I'm Olivia. What's, What's your, your role in the family? TV watcher, energy consumer. <laughs> energy consumer, what does that mean? Food eater. Food eater. When was the last time you went outdoors, Olivia? 
She went elders the other day. Oh, oh yeah, she's, she's the house dog, isn't she? <laughs> That's savage. <laughs> and the, the man of the house, or the, the lady of the house, not the man of the house, the lady, because she knows where everything is. Like, well, no, even no, if we ask... She's the facilities manager. Yeah. <laughs> that's, what, that's what you are. You're the youngest, but somehow you always know, like, I'm like, where are the bin bags? The second drawer on the right. Where's the spatula? I don't know. You know where everything is. I'm the is. only one that basically lives here. That is also true. It's true, but now that we're in lockdown, we've all been spending a lot more quality time together, which I really appreciate. Love you girls. Yeah, so much fun. Why, why do you sound sarcastic? We actually have been spending quality time together. Like today, we made dumplings together. We've never done that before. Throwback to episode one when me and Jessica were talking about how we never made dumplings, which apparently is a really common Chinese family thing to do. Like it was in Crazy Rich Asians and everyone was saying how relatable it is and we had never done it until today. But you've never done it. I don't remember either. I made dumplings with Papa. When yeah. I was like six. With our grandma on our mum's side yeah. in London. I don't remember that. But you was... missed out today. You had you have done it before. Yeah. So I want to start off by talking about our names. So we all have our English names, which is our, you know, legal registered first name. But then we also all have our middle names, our Cantonese. So my one's Garbo. My one is Garley. Jessica Garley is like your brand. Uh, mine is Garman, Lauren Garman. Mine's Olivia Garyan. Do you like your names? I do. I do. It's fine by me. <laughs> you just like, I'll have to deal with it. Yeah. Can't so they all begin with ga, which means family, or ga in Cantonese. G-A-R. And I learned that that part of the name is like called generational. Did you know that? Well, that's a generational half of your name. Yeah. So like, the first oh. half is that everyone on the generation is supposed to have the same, I think. Even your cousins. Sense. But... Do our cousins have Chinese yeah, names? Yeah, yeah, they're all Gars as well. I'm not are sure. they? They are. How did I not know this? Oh, Thanks. <laughs> I don't know them though. I actually never knew I this. I forgot them. Gasin. Ga. Uh, isn't isn't your name Gasin in Mandarin or Jiaxin? Fuck no, I don't know my Cantonese name. <laughs> um, I actually say your names differently. So I say Garbo Garle, but then I say Gaman Gayun. Same. I don't know why that is. Well, you said it I weird say... just now. Garmon. Uh. I say Garmon. Garmin. That sounds like corn. Gammon. <laughs> Gammon pork. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we shouldn't bully you too much. Remember like the whole time we were growing up we always used to bully you for being adopted? Oh yeah. I'm from my acne. Do you feel trauma from the adoption one? Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Well, it definitely excluded me. Oh, alienated oh me. sorry. But other from that, I think I got a lot of other trauma from you guys. Oi! Oh, specifically, like what? specifically <laughs> Jessica and her bullying. What did wait, I do? She, wait, wait, wait. It. Jessica was a very toxic elder sister. Guys, this is a it? podcast recording, not that family therapy. Feels <laughs> <laughs> like therapy. You burnt her multiple times. Yeah, that was an accident. Oh, that was, yeah, that was an accident. That's true. Relax, man. <laughs> you, come on, you cannot you, you were a demon child, Lauren. You were a demon child we to Olivia. We were all demon oh, yeah. children apart from Natalie. Yeah, I'm innocent. You just read books. Not anymore. And I just remember... You just didn't eat. Mum feeding you rice. Like, well, eat now. Massive bowls of rice. And, oh. I eat now. Tell the story, Olivia, about when Lauren was a demon child. <laughs> so I had a favourite teddy. And I don't actually remember it at all, but my sisters have told me that Lauren cut off the head of my teddy. And I'm pretty sure she hung it from the ceiling, like the doorway of my room. And it fucking terrified me. With a note... 
Oh, was there a note? There was a note. Yeah. I don't know what it said. She also used to get hair from her hairbrush <laughs> and wrap it in a ball and leave That's it on my pillow. So weird. And me thinking it was a spider. <laughs> That's actually so weird. So, Lauren, you're talking about you having trauma. You're the one, like, sharing, giving trauma to Olivia to well, this day. <laughs> well, people always um, carry on what they're taught when they're younger, aren't they? Deep. Oh, deep. <laughs> That's why children who are abused turn out to be abusive parents. This is true. Do you think you're going to beat your kids? No, uh, yeah. No, like, no, you're going to, like, no. Asian parent them? Depends no, on what they like. Hold on, tell me your psychology. Laura's studying psychology at uni right now, by the way. This <laughs> is a bit of pressure. She doesn't actually study no, class. No, I'm just wondering. <laughs> well, I've learned that violent punishments don't work as well as actually teaching them to the reasons why they were wrong. Mm, or, like, positive True. praise. Yeah. So teaching from reward rather than discipline. Yeah. I think in Asian culture, like, maybe parents don't see their children as actual people, so they don't give reasonings behind things. I think that's a, a big thing. So if they do something wrong, they're not, like, taught the reasons. and not. It's not explained to them. They're just hit and punished yeah. that way. Yeah. yeah, that's true. It's kind of like, why do I have to do that? Because I say so. It's more yeah. like seeing them as, like, lesser mm-hmm. and not, like, full human beings. I guess that's, like, a respect thing. Where you have to respect yeah. your elders. Did you really get hit though as a child? I got threatened with a wooden spoon. A wooden spoon? I got chased. <laughs> I got what? chased loads. Yeah. By mum? Yeah. Mum or dad. Run up the stairs. What are we going to hide behind the suitcase? Lock yourself in the bathroom. Is that yeah, what you used to do? That's the go to. Run up. That's not fun. Run into mum's room, shut the door, lock it. Yeah. Nah, I would get my iPad and sit in the wardrobe with earphones on. That's not safe. Yeah, that's not you safe. Can, you safe. didn't really get threatened though. I didn't really get threatened either. Well, would mum be banging outside the bathroom door? No. Yeah. Oh. So Wait, what? Mom. Really? She dirts you? Like Middle child. children. It's trauma! <laughs> or it's just because that's just what happens when you're misbehaving. Yeah, Lauren. Or a child. child. <laughs> What did I used to do? I used to like sit and do Kumon. Olivia wasn't well behaved. No. She never got Yeah, but she's the baby. Yeah. Mum mum just gave up by then. She was That's just too true. tired. She just wanted to sit down. Mm. That's true. <laughs> Alright, let's carry on talking about names again. This is not family therapy, guys. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so all of us are named after like American what singers and actresses are English names. Mm-hmm. So I'm named after Natalie Wood, who's an actress. She was in West Side Story and she had a bit of a mysterious death. Jessica, you're named after someone called like Jessica Lyne. Oh. Or something. I forgot. Her name's like Jessica Lyne. Yeah, she's not We'll search her up anymore. on Wikipedia. Like, you were named after Lauren Hill, yeah. which is why your name is spelled with a Y. With a y. Mm. Lauren Hill is a good one too, because she's still famous. Yeah, Do you know yeah. Lauren Hill's songs? Sing one. I know. No. <laughs> Sing it! I, I know a few of them, but I actually really like my name. Because it's, it's different. It's not basic like mine. Is Olivia a basic name? In my year group, yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, like it's seven so of them. There's seven Olivia's in your year group. That's mad. I wonder how seven. many were named after Olivia Newton-John. Like you, yeah. Probably at least one. No, I don't think so. No. I think names just come and go in, like, trends. Yeah. But in my year, there was quite a few, like, Emma's. That was, like, a big thing. I don't know if that was from Friends after, like, Rachel Green named her kid Emma. Mm. That was after, like, after you were born. I don't know. That was in the later seasons. Oh, okay. But, yeah, some names are just more common. And all of our Chinese names have meaning. So, Garbo, my name, means family treasure. And Gale means family beauty. Garmon means family cleverness. (laughs) (laughs) Cleverness. I don't know what mine is. Yes, you do. You do. I sent it on the group chat a while back. 
What does it mean? Read your messages. Happiness. Family oh. happiness. You've got the best one. That's not accurate. I think I have the best one. Treasure. That's true. Treasure. Do you remember yeah. my mum bought those um, little necklaces that say... The gold ones. Yeah. Ah, Where yeah. is that? I want to wear that. That say what? That say... Oh, happiness. So they are Chinese names. And were they on like little black chains? Or was yeah. that something? They weren't chains, it was like the like elastic. Black elastic. Elastic, yeah. Oh, that would be cute to wear those. Like any of us. Yeah, oh, they're stretchy. Chain? I'm sure mum yeah. has them. Let's try and find them. I want mine. Yeah, they were really nice. So I actually wanted to chat to you guys today for a sister tag episode, which I saw on another podcast called 25. So I picked it up from there, but I think I might change some of the questions. Mm -hmm. So the first one is, okay, as there's four of us, maybe we could each like do it for one person. Actually, I should have thought about this a bit before, but I guess no one's seen the question, so it doesn't matter. Okay, so the first one is three words to describe your sister. Okay, so what order are we going in? Should I just pick one person? Or should we all pick a word to describe each other? Yeah, I think that's more fun. Okay, one word to describe your sister. So one word to describe Jessica, I would say is controlling. (laughs) (laughs) You're supposed to react. Anything else anyone wants to pipe up with? Yeah, well, how would you describe Jessica? Manly. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Guys, guys. You're supposed to balance it out with some positivity. Oh, mother like, even though she's the. You just said manly. Me. Yeah, can man's not be like mothers? Okay, whatever. <laughs> well, you said toxic, that's Driver so bad. Of the household. Did she traumatise you that much? Yeah, right. Oh, yeah, chauffeur. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's my role. Hardworking. Okay, well, one word to describe Lauren. Ghost. Oh my gosh, She's yeah. not a ghost anymore, not though. Not anymore, but... She used to just disappear into her room. I feel and like she know. would be, like, once she, like, goes back to uni. It's just because we're on lockdown now. I would say that you're spoiled. Yeah. We should have said... No, we should have said... We do love each other. I like her fashion sense, because it means I can steal her clothes. Yeah, you have good fashion sense. You're very stylish. It's because she, she has money. Her fishnet tights, Olivia. <laughs> <laughs> No, she's like going to steal her, her, her jackets or her rucksacks. That's true. And my skirts. In other words, she has money and she likes shopping and I don't like either of those things. Yeah, that's why she has money and she likes shopping. That's why she's spoiled to me. But I have the... Biggest wardrobe? Yes. <laughs> Biggest room? Yes. <laughs> but Olivia has loads of money. She just doesn't spend it. I have nothing to spend it on. I don't like shopping. So you she's saving up to move out. I mean, she's only 15. I have nothing to spend it on. But you still have the same amount of money as me. You got to keep your birthday money. Did you That's not? That's true. No, I didn't even when I was 18. Oh, true. Like all of those red envelopes, Angbao, like where we get. We get them on birthdays and Chinese New Year and Christmas. And you always keep yours, whereas we, ours just went straight to mum. That's the classic thing, isn't Unlucky. it? Unlucky. Your mum's like, I'll look after this for you. And then you never see it ever again. Okay, now three <laughs> words to describe Olivia. Kakla. <laughs> Homebody. Laughing out loud. Homebody. Yeah, it's really weird how you laugh out loud. (laughs) Like, you're just watching a TV show. Like, when was the last time that you watched something that made you actually laugh out loud? I don't do much laughing Probably like a couple days ago. You know, like, when you type in LOL on the phone and you're like, no laugh. But you actually cackle when you watch videos. <laughs> Korean dramas. It's yeah, really she'll, she'll actually be physically like, laughing out loud. Then she'll just do like a lowercase LOL. But she's actually yeah, she's like, the opposite. 
<laughs> you're the opposite. And then you don't only laugh out loud like, I'll be sitting in my room and I'll hear you. You're watching some, I don't know what you're watching, a TV show. And then you're like, oh shit. <laughs> I react to TV shows. It means I actually pay attention when I watch them. What, at double speed? Yeah, who's going to sit there and read subtitles for 16 hours? <laughs> Me. <laughs> Okay, I would describe you as cute. Oh, no. <laughs> no reply. I love you so much. Right, Natalie now. Oh God, oh, yeah. I wish I didn't start Bowling this. ball. Wow. <laughs> that it means I'm round. She's trying to say okay. that I'm fat. I would say. <laughs> the fact that I know instantly waterworks. what she means. Wait, say that again. Okay. Waterworks. Sensitive. Like I'm crying. Yeah, you're always crying. Oh. You're sensitive in certain I'm days. just a very emotional person in a good way. Yeah. <laughs> You can't clean up after yourself. Oh my gosh. Oh yes, god. Or loud slash charismatic. Now you have to pick a sister and say something you have in common. Okay, well me Maybe and Lauren went to the same university. That's something we have in common. Wow. 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 Is that a TikTok sound? I think so. Wow. <laughs> me and Olivia listen to K-pop. Love a bit of K-pop. I already have one. Right guys, I, I don't think one. these questions are going to work. Should have thought of your own. Okay, something that you like about your sister. It's really difficult. Oh, I don't think too hard. You <laughs> some dead questions, bro. Can you get Straight some new ones? Olivia's in. funny. No, I'm just She's loud. Chats rubbish. Olivia's really good at learning dance routines. That's because you can't move. <laughs> this is not insult. But besides, bowling balls can move. They, <laughs> they roll. roll. <laughs> <laughs> you spit spray. <laughs> Say you don't spray it. <laughs> <laughs> I like how Olivia says what's on her mind. Yeah. Doesn't she? I got no filter. Can't be asked you guys. Natalie, very inspirational. Oh, you thanks. teach me a lot. Mm. You're woke. Yeah. I like how Jessica is quite ambitious. Quite. <laughs> is, is she? Is she ambitious? Isn't Garlo the same person who's like, I'm just going to work for 10 more years and then Have become a, a housewife? She plans no, everything but always changes her mind. Like, so quickly. What about with your dance competitions? Just wanted to get skinny, really. Oh. <laughs> so you think I'm skinny? Another TikTok sound. Um, no, because you actually pick up stuff quite quick. Like at the start of lockdown, you just started learning the ukulele. Just oh, for if fun. I want to do something, I'll do it. Yeah, well, if you put your mind to something, but I have to actually it. really want to do it. If I want to do something, it will definitely happen. So yeah. you don't want to be skinny. <laughs> Maybe not. <Oy>! Oh. Savage. <laughs> That's true. But That's eating's true. fun. Exactly. All the dumplings we made earlier today. How many dumplings did I eat? Probably had about ten. I've only had like three so far. Keep I probably had about ten. They were good though. Funniest memory. Gosh. Probably on holiday. Which one? Yee, Stamble. <laughs> Wait, what? Remember <laughs> 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 no, we went to Istanbul? Yee. And then whenever something like kind of disgusting happened, one would be like, no, no, no. It wasn't when something was disgusting. It was when we were in the market and they would say the price. Obviously, because you have to haggle there. And every time one tried to haggle, she was like, yee. (laughs) (laughs) She'd be like, ooh, too expensive. (laughs) I completely forgot about that. I think the funniest memory is actually just the everyday stuff that we wouldn't normally remember. What was your biggest fight? Where do we even begin? I just can't remember them because they're all so natural. Remember when you bought Olivia an apron? Ah, oh my <laughs> god! Right, so I went to Portugal and at this time Olivia really liked to bake. And Not anymore. Aww. Used to, yeah. And I bought this apron and I got her name like embroidered into it so she could wear it in the kitchen. 
And I don't hardly remember why you were in a mood that day. Was you it just really pissed me off. No, it's because I, I didn't do your math homework for you. Help. I'm so bad at maths. Oh, yeah. In other words, I don't really try. So basically, he wanted me to do her maths homework for her, not with her. Just That's to tell her lie. the answer. No, that was recently. <laughs> okay, it happens more than once. And she cut up the apron I gave her. It was really sad. Sneep, sneep. Don't piss me off. <laughs> She's yeah, not even sorry. Really angry, but you're fine now. Now. You're nice now. Yeah, she went through her difficult teenager age, like when I was eight. <laughs> from younger than that, I swear you, your one started really early, like five. I was about eight or nine. I don't even know what Lauren did until seventeen. Nah, mm, maybe like fifteen. But what would you do? Behead your teddy. <laughs> that was when she was younger. Oh yeah. You used to go to my room and ruin my room. Nah, I did and that rip to mom. Up things. No, you did to me as well. I did it to mom. No, maybe not. It was just you. When did she do that? Whenever she's pissed off with me. Guys, this is couple therapy for sure. Oh, your whole photo wall. She just rip anything. All the photos on your wall. Yeah, oh, right. Why were you Smash in the demon? Are you not getting enough attention? Probably. Oh, well, you get loads of attention <laughs> I'm so now. So glad she's not angry anymore. She has different energy. Who is most likely to obsess over a celebrity? Olivia. Olivia. Really? What about me? I was going to say me. Not anymore. You used to. I feel a real weirdo. Ew. Jonas Ew. Brothers. I think Natalie's is more individual people, whereas Olivia is a whole. That's only because of K-pop, though. Like a whole band. Yeah. Or like you used to really like Minecraft and Sims. I did used to like Minecraft and Sims. I still really? like the battery cable, Minecraft for? Probably for like two or three years max. Who is most likely to lie to the police? Lie. Probably me, Olivia. What kind of mischief are you going to get up to? I don't know. I feel like I'll just forget what happens. Like, make up what happened in my mind. It'll just accidentally be a lie. <laughs> are you guys good liars? I'm a really bad liar. Oh, you're terrible. Can't lie. I also can't keep yeah, things private. Like, I'm just a very open person, so... So you can't tell your secrets? Yeah, don't. Really? Really? You don't I'll... tell our secrets, do you? No, I don't tell secrets, but That's as in, I just like to be open, and if I'm having to keep things private, it puts a lot of stress on me. Yeah, I get that sometimes. That makes like, it's easier just to tell things to my close friends. Yeah, and just be real. Myself. Just be authentic. Get it off your chest. Do you lie a lot? I don't, are you a good liar? If I do, it's probably better than food. you. But I don't know if I'm good. Did you finish the lemonade? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, you are actually a bad liar, Olivia. Does she fake bad yeah, lying? She's a bad liar. So when that she actually needs to lie, she can actually get away with it. She's not that strategic. <laughs> <laughs> You but yeah, she's actually, yeah, she is a bad liar. She gets very awkward. She's like, no. She <laughs> no. does such a funny And then she's like... <laughs> <laughs> mm, I feel like I'm an okay liar, but when it comes to lying to, um, like, shops and stuff... Or lying, you shop uh, lying, <laughs> lying to people that I, I don't know, then I find that really hard. Really? You find it easier than lying to your close friends? Okay. I think in the moment it's easier to lie to people that I'm close to, but I feel a lot, a lot more guilty. I feel like you're lying right now. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're just going to say that you don't like to lie so that they will always believe you when you're lying. So you don't like to lie to customer service? I feel like they're the they easiest because they don't yeah. care. They honestly see you as just like a thing. But I find it really hard. I need I to overcome to that. Yeah. I'm not very convincing. Customer service is actually yeah. a skill that has been drilled into me because mum makes me sort out all her customer service issues <laughs> from a young age. Assistant. I used to get really nervous about speaking. On the phone like, and stuff. Hi, am I speaking to Amy Chung? How old are you? Yes, I mean, Amy <laughs> speaking. <laughs> How old were you? When did I start 16, doing that? 14, possibly 13. 
That's his classic, 14. like, immigrant parent struggles. Yeah. <laughs> what, what's your date of birth? What are things that we did when we were growing up that you think are like classic Cheong or Chinese experiences? Kumon. 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 Did you do Kumon, Olivia? Yeah, I did, but I think I stopped when I was 10. Oh, and really I I that? only did maths when I was 10. I probably didn't, stopped wait, we English all stopped, when I was 7. We all stopped when we were 11, didn't we? Yeah. yeah. So Kumon is like an after-school, rote learning, like maths, and we also did English for a bit. But it would only be comprehension and fractions. Yeah, it's not only fractions. Maybe that's just, Addition, the, that's just the level you got stuck on. <laughs> no, the hardest level was level D because that was long division and everyone oh, always yeah. used to get stuck on it. I still can't do long division. Why would you ever need to do long division Did now? Did you learn it in A-level? Well, I don't it's, know, you just did A-level math. It's GCSE. Did you? Yeah. But this is just like GCSE. bus stop method, isn't it? Yeah. Bus stop method. <laughs> bus stop method. <laughs> Olivia, tell us about the time that you cried at Kumar. I always cried at Kumar. Why did you cry at Kumar? I just didn't like the teacher and I just, she kept judging me. <laughs> Yeah. I felt like I was being judged. As in that you felt like you weren't good enough or No, I was fine. I just didn't want to be there. I've fallen asleep at Kimon multiple times. You're falling asleep? asleep? Yeah. Friday after school, I'm like this. What, falling asleep doing your work? Yeah. She falls asleep at school to the point that the teachers write it on her report, not just one No, teacher. they didn't write on my report. They emailed them. They no, it was on parents' evening. <laughs> That's so bad. It was the beginning of fourth year. Everyone struggles at the beginning of fourth year. I think it's a technology thing. I I got tired and stuff, and I had to close my eyes and stuff in class, but not that much. I I think it's because I didn't have motivation to go into school. Do you still fall asleep? No, because my friends keep me alive. I can only remember like three times where I felt that tired. So it's more that you're bored, not that you're tired. I also am tired. But I, I used still to be would sleepy. get like eight hours sleep, and that's a lot. Yeah, that's really weird. The fact that the teachers actually noticed. There'll be times when I, well, I'm sure the teachers noticed, but I would be like writing across my page, and then I'd fall asleep and then draw a massive line like yeah. up the. Page. I never did that, but I used to. Because you weren't even writing, you weren't even pretending to do that. <laughs> but going back to Kumon, I learned the c word at Kumon. From who? Which one? <laughs> From someone in my school who was also there. And we're supposed to be doing our, I don't know, <laughs> long multiplication or whatever. Were you ten? Or yeah. Younger? Yeah. And she like was like, "Do you know this word?" And she like wrote the C word, the four letter word on the table. table. <laughs> if you had kids, do you think you'll send them to Kumon? No. You wouldn't. I think I, I think might. some sort of tutoring, yeah? Yeah, some like, sort some of tutoring. Sort of it'll be Kumon, but not Kumon. But... No, I feel like I Kumon, Kumon was pretty good for me. Maybe I, I wasn't traumatised, <laughs> going back to the trauma. Do you remember when the answer book was wrong? You know sometimes when the answer book was wrong and mum marks it wrong, but it's right. I never got that. I never checked my answers. Or when we used to Didn't you? find the answer book. 
and copy done all wait, the answers. Okay, so Kumon is like you have worksheets to complete at home and you have to do the homework and then during every the day. week your parents mark it for you like every day and then I never really like snuck the books. That was more you, like Jessica was always the one who was more mischievous. Well, you guys had to, you only paid for one person for Natalie and Jessica to do Kumon. No, we, no, we, we did it. We paid we for both. both. But then oh. at some points you were paying for English and then you would do the English and then mum really? would rub it out and then I, I would have to do that. the paper. Did we do that? Yeah. And I remember Lauren having some sort of crisis one summer where she just had like loads of Kumon piled up because we went on holiday or something <laughs> and you just didn't do the Kumon for a week and you were just like and I was trying to sit down with you and do it slowly bit I by bit. I think that was me before we went to Florida. Oh was it you? Yeah. That might have been and you. you guys were watching <laughs> Teen Beach Movie the day. Oh yeah. yeah and I all that. wanted to watch it. Olivia was really stressed about it. What? Who wants to be given daily work that they have to do? It's worse than homework. It does take a long time. It's because like it's repetitive an as hour well. or two. But it's good for you. And it depends on how many pages you get. So each booklet oh, has yeah, ten pages, ten. but they would split them up depending on how like good you were or, or how much they wanted you to do each day. So you'd either do ten pages a day or they'll split it into three, three, four or five, five. I kind of miss it now. They would time <laughs> yeah. you. As well. Yeah, you have to oh yeah, I forgot oh, about that. Usually, Where it fake numbers. Usually, it would take like eleven to they fourteen minutes, but when you're on the hard levels, it can take like half an hour. Because it doesn't actually teach you possibly. how to do it. It's kind of like, oh, yeah. here are the questions. I think it taught me how to figure do it out. No, I think it taught me how to oh, do I, it. I was never taught. It was literally you figure it out. Have fun. It's, it's proper fun. self-learning, isn't it? Like, yeah, I feel like Kumon was really good for me, and it really helped my confidence, like in school. I understand yeah. how it would help confidence but... and self-discipline. Awesome. Well, I wouldn't call it's it just homework. No. <laughs> it's like just it extra homework and rote learning. Yeah, mum discipline. I think we should change the topic because I feel like Olivia's getting traumatised again. <laughs> anyway, so let's talk about something which Olivia isn't traumatised by. Chinese school! Yeah. You never had to go! But the I rest of I was traumatised by that. I used to always cry. Why? Yeah, how many years did you go for? Not very long. So how come you were traumatised? I think I was so young and everyone spoke Mandarin, right? I swear loads of people already had friends, like family friends and stuff like that that they knew. You just felt like you didn't know anyone, you were left out and then you also couldn't understand what they were talking about. Yeah. Yeah, that's hard. I was so young. I remember um, I also had a problem with, like, in general, with playgroup. Really? Yeah, I remember this. I used to cry whenever mum would leave. So she stayed there every day for a whole term. Like your first term? Yeah. For the whole day. So I think I just maybe I had like attachment, attachment mm. issues. Yeah. Why? Well, even now you're at uni, you always come back. But then when you come back, you don't want to hang out anyway. <laughs> you sit in your room. Oh no. Oh, group hug. <laughs> Air hug. Coronavirus. <laughs> so Olivia used to cry at Kumon. Lauren used to cry at Chinese school. How about you, Jessica? I cry in quiet, in secret. In choir. That's why it's no, in secret. What do you mean? Did I cry over piano? Or violin. Violin is so much did. fun. Really? We had the same one. teacher. I can't remember her name. How did we have the same teacher? I'm, I'm sure my old lady I teacher had, like, was, oh, <laughs> was not around no, anymore had... when you were alive oh. ten years later. You liked violin? Yeah, it was so much I fun. Had... I always got chocolate. What? <laughs> it was so that. much easier than piano because you only really have to use one hand. No, you don't. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. What do you, mean? As you only play the notes of one hand, oh, okay. otherwise your right hand is just doing the Up same thing on different notes. Yeah, I had loads of different violin teachers, that's why I didn't really progress as much mm. as I should have. So Jessica used to cry in quiet, 
And I think I used to cry from driving lessons. <laughs> oh no. Ooh. I was just really like distressed. I think it's because like you made me good at everything, like at school, except from sport. And driving. <laughs> that like when you found something that you couldn't pass or like couldn't get round. I mean I was just scared and also felt like it was so much time and money. It was just pressure. Yeah, yeah. just expectation. I, I think that. mum passed on a lot of driving trauma to both yeah. of us. Oh my god, yes, 100%. Mum is terrified of driving. Even now when she drives, she's very tense and she doesn't drive on A roads and doesn't drive. She drives on A roads but not most times. No, no, she doesn't drive on A roads. Okay, don't ask me. I don't actually yeah, know don't. what an A road is. <laughs> Small A roads, but not like the normal, that dual carriageway. She doesn't do that. Yeah, yeah that's true. The whole time growing up, yeah. our mum was always really scared. She wouldn't drive on motorways or roundabouts. Or roundabouts. So I, yeah, I think that, that having to hear that all the time, like every week, no, I scared. can't drive there, I can't drop you off there. It gets ingrained in my head that it's just like so dangerous. It's not I'm so safe. bad that's something I overcame. How did you overcome it, man? I need tips. No, the first time that you did yeah, a party. long, long distance drive, you were a bit nervous. Yeah. Where was, was your long distance I took, drive? I took Natalie and forced her to come with me to Loughborough. Woke her up. 4 a.m. or something. No, it's How did she get that? 5 a.m. She came back the same day with me. We went for one day. I had uh, dance training, but she oh. she just... No, you went, went to, to your church. Friend. You went to church? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I met up with a friend. So, yeah... The reason that we left so early in the morning is because we wanted to sneak out and not have mum saying... Yep in. What would she have said? I also drive? had to get there for 9am. Oh, really? That was when it started. Damn, I just fell asleep in the car. But why'd you leave at 5? Because it, it takes two, two hours to get there. And I was nervous. I didn't so even do anything. I was just uh, sleeping in the car. Yeah. Weren't very reassuring. I mean, it's 6am. <laughs> the fact that I was asleep it means that your driving was very safe and comfortable. <laughs> that's true, that's true. So did you, you used to cry about something. driving lessons? Probably, yeah. Well, I think really it, I think I used to have like a lot of stress about it. Not cry during your lessons or after? I don't think I cried during it. And I had quite a few different teachers. But there was one time where I actually drove up on the pavement and then they were like, pull up. <laughs> Really? They didn't feel safe? They were like, They yeah. didn't feel safe. But honestly, the <laughs> driving instructor, they have a... Um, Break. So I, I shouldn't have really been on the pavement. What if I crashed into yeah. someone's front garden? Or a person? Or a person. Olivia's next. I know Olivia's going to pass her driver's test before me. Yeah, she's going to be quick, I feel. Scoot, scoot. I remember one time I was sleeping in your room Natalie so you were on the bed and I was on a mattress on the floor we were having a little sleepover and then I squirted water on you <laughs> and, then, and then you squirted water on me was that asleep? Wall. no this was like probably like when the lights were um, oh, at night time and we had a full blown water fight like, were we angry at each other were we no, having fun it was all on the walls <laughs> and the window Mum must have hated you after that. I don't remember this. <laughs> or were we on holiday or something? Which room? No, in the loft. Lauren's room. That's why there's a mould oh, there. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I don't remember that at all. <laughs> what other random memories? They bunched up with each other. Who is the most likely to stay longest in the bathroom? Lauren. She's the only one that would lock Lauren the door. or Natalie. Sometimes I have long baths, but it's like once a month. <laughs> <laughs> I never see Olivia come out of the shower, actually. Really? Yeah. Oh, I always know when you are, because you she, come down the stairs. She never, like, comes out in the towel or anything. She comes out fully dressed. Yeah. Like she's just Wearing the food. same clothes that you always <laughs> wear. If you want to hear me shower, just, li- just listen for any K-pop, and then that's when you know I'm oh, in the shower. Oh, yeah, I that's true. I showering. Uh, the music, yeah. 
You always hear me because I'm like listening to podcasts. podcasts. I find it weird that you listen to a podcast when you're in the shower. Like people just talk How to can me. You hear it. Yeah. Like shower's not that loud. I would miss out a whole sentence and then that'll be it for me. <laughs> what do we like to do together? How do we have fun? I mean, we are getting Disney Plus for one month, so I think we'll be having fun for one month when we're all watching the same movies. We'll watch Hamilton tomorrow. What else do we do? Land dance routines. Oh yeah! I would be the one doing that. Make then... pancakes. We bond over pancakes. That's just you <laughs> and Eating Lauren. pancakes or making pancakes. Well, me and Lauren make them, and we all eat them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we learned dance routines like the Jingle Bell Rock from Mean Girls, and we performed it on uh, Jessica's birthday recently. It was great. She went to Russia a whole year ago now. Almost. Almost. Oh my Crazy. god. Crazy. I thought we went to Russia at Christmas. I forgot Istanbul. Nah. They kind of merged into one. Yes, yeah, so yeah. two. So we visited St. Petersburg on a holiday at August Bank Holiday last year. Yeah. And yeah, it's a year ago. That was a really fun trip. It was so cool and it was worth all the effort to sort out everyone's visas. That was like such a headache for me. Okay, I'm going to try to end on one final question. What is one thing from our childhood that you would like to keep to pass on to your possible future kids? Or what is one thing that you would like to 100% get rid of when you possibly have future kids? Or if you were to have your childhood again? I want to pass on to my children the term yeet hey. I was actually, I was literally thinking about it two weeks ago, like, it's, do I believe in yeet hey or not? I do so yeet hey means, heat hey means like heaty, it means, yeah. I don't know, it's like a Hot eastern air. medicine term. I don't know how to describe it. Like dry, I It's guess? just like a, it's a superstition, but also not, it's like a health thing. Where I don't think it's a superstition. Oh. I think it's like a real thing. I think it's real as well, because it gives you nosebleeds. <laughs> Wait, so how does it give you nosebleeds? Heaty gives you so, nosebleeds. So, yeet hey is what is heaty like breath that you well like heaty air that you get inside you if you um eat unhealthy food that is like greasy or if you drink hot drinks oh yeah like so it's hot air trapped inside your body no no it's not hot air it's just yeah that's how it translates but it's nothing to do with actual air inside you it's kind of dehydration right yeah it's basically like being dehydrated i think that's the easiest way so there's some things which are considered to be like hot foods nothing to do with temperature and there's some things which are considered mm. to be cool foods like watermelon yeah that could be and beer is beer hot or cool cool but beer is dehydrating exactly that's why it doesn't make sense but beer but most of the time it's to do with being dehydrated do you think um no okay i'm confused i, I don't know exactly what? that's why it doesn't make sense but beer and fizzy drinks is cooling and hot chocolate is yeet hey and but caffeine like tea and coffee I, i've never heard of that being yeet hey because it's like hub, but that is dehydrated <laughs> but caffeine like is dehydrated. tea makes you feel less bloated and stuff but bloat bloating is nothing oh, to do with if you don't know what it is why would you pass it down to your kids because i think it's a massive part of chinese culture and i want to be able to say like i got yeet hey it's actually a whole term on its own you can't like translate it into english it just doesn't work yeah that's gonna but, confuse them with like things that dehydrate them though because they're gonna think yeah but oh, yeet hey is not strictly dehydration it's like dehydration but it's not that's why. Yeah, sure, if you eat a lot of fried stupid. food. Listen, go and ask mum what you hate is. I'm sure she'll <laughs> I, I, I will honestly leave that conversation more confused. <laughs> yeah. 
Yes, that's what I want to pass down. That's a good one. I've forgotten the question. So like, what What would you want what to you pass, want to pass down? down? Or what do you like, like about your childhood or what you don't like, basically? Are your kids going to go to a Chinese school? No. Or, or Kumon type thing? They'll probably do tutoring. Do you want them to learn Cantonese? Probably not, because they'll, really? they'll talk to each other in Cantonese and bitch about me. But you'd understand it as well. Yeah, really? you could go to lessons with them. Yeah. I don't want to have boys. I don't want to have a son. <laughs> Yeah, I know. Part of me is like, obviously, you should just treat boys and girls the same. But then also, because we grew up in like an all-girl household, I honestly wouldn't know what to do if there was a boy in our yeah, house. Yeah, <laughs> I have no clue. Next thing you know, I'll be, be wearing a, a bra 24-7. <laughs> because of my son. What about you, Laura? What do you like or dislike about your childhood? Being called what adopted. Piano or music, musical instruments. Because I have a lot of Indian friends and a lot of them, learning a musical instrument isn't really a thing. Um, okay, that's interesting. Just like a, like a traditional, tra- yeah, traditional traditions. Indian instrument. Where there's a few that have learned, but yeah, musical instruments not. So I didn't much know that. Thing. Yeah, because I always thought that when you talk about like the Asian experience or the immigrant parent experience, like Indian and Chinese are considered to be mm. there's a lot of similarities there. So is that not really a thing in Indian culture to learn piano? Uh, for education and jobs, yeah, but for musical instruments, it's actually quite different mm. from what I. Well, your know. boyfriend plays the bagpipes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so my boyfriend, he's he was brought up quite strict um, Hindu, and he learned how to play the bagpipes at, at his temple. Like they had like a whole like bagpipe crew, <laughs> and they've they've done like Queen's Golden Jubilee. Or, yeah, it's it actually Golden pretty Jubilee, sick. One of her jubilee things, and um, and you took him to see a bagpipe performance. Yeah, show. Red Hot Chili Pipers. <laughs> Hot chili pipers, yeah. I love that. He used to send me like links to watch their videos, and I was like, Yeah, yeah. And then I was like, Oh, they're doing a show, they're going on tour, let me get some tickets. What was his reaction? He was well excited. He, <laughs> no, his, his reaction was, Oh, do we have to stand like at the gig or are there chairs? <laughs> his first that was his seated. But the thing is, is like the way that the way that we think that him playing bagpipes is unusual is the way that people react when you tell them that you do bangra dancing, like Indian True. dancing. That's true, actually. It's the same. It's just sort of like, firstly, I've never heard of anyone who does that, mm-hmm. unless they're in, like, a Punjabi circle or something. Mm-hmm. Plus, they don't even know, like, where you would learn that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And they also wouldn't look at you and think, oh, yeah, Bhangra dancer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's, yeah. like, your biggest hobby, your biggest pastime. Yeah. Or it used to be. Something that I would like to pass on to kids is not necessarily knowing, like, Chinese culture, but knowing, like, Chinese diaspora culture so not necessarily being linked with china or hong kong or malaysia i'm not really so bothered about that but more about being linked with other like british chinese people mm-hmm. yeah and how are you going to help them with that like for us i guess chinese school would have been like the main place for that but we didn't really have like social media back then which is why we might have struggled to maintain that contact but how are you going to introduce your kids to other chinese kids I don't know, well, I haven't really thought about having kids that much, but I always thought that, you know, now that we can control what we buy, like, what the kids read, what the kids watch, like, exposing them to more Mm. stuff, like, basically, whatever's out there, because it's it's not like there's loads of books with Asian characters that are in English, but they do exist, and if you just focus on, like, buying them things that not just the characters are, like, white by default, basically... Biff and Chip books, I remember those. <laughs> but like, not even just like Chinese books, but just saying the books where white characters are not default. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, it's hard though, because without like, knowing the language or without having... Like, you would have to decide where you're going to live based on that. 
Wait, Olivia's done the thing that, that she does in school classes where she's just, no! just closing her eyes. Clearly, this conversation is really boring her. Lauren's nearly sunk to the ground as well. <laughs> <I know. laughs> okay, we're going to go back to episode one where it's just me and Jessica talking. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's hard. Like, so when, golly, when you go on holidays, when you book holidays, do you think about how many Chinese people are going to be there or whether it'll be racist? No, I don't consider that. And that's because you haven't mind. been on holiday after like, coronavirus. Like, with COVID, it might be more. I know it, thing. it is a thing, but I don't feel like I'm that concerned about it at the moment. In the past, when I've booked holidays and stuff, I haven't been, that hasn't been on my mind. Has it been on yours? Not in the past, but since this year, yes. Not even within the UK, basically. Not even about other countries. Mm-hmm. And that is something that I would think about if I was like looking for somewhere to live, and especially if I was looking for somewhere to raise a family. Mm. I would. It's really important to me that people there. It's not about even it being diverse, but it's about them not being racist, which you can't really control. You can't really avoid that though. Like where even if you're in the most culturally diverse place, racism is there. But that's what I mean. It's not I about England. it's not about it being diverse. It's just about people. I don't know. Like if you're the only Chinese kid in the town, there's going to be more ignorance for sure. Mm-hmm. So you're going to stay in major cities then. That's what I think now. No Wait. I think since starting this podcast, I've connected with so many people who are growing up trying to figure out their Asian identity or their mix of being Asian and British or whatever, and have maybe felt quite isolated growing up. And I just. Why would you do that to your kid if you had a choice? Mm-hmm. Obviously, it was different then for like their parents who didn't have so much of a choice. So they just followed like yeah. wherever the business was good or whatever, whatever job they did. But for us, we do have a choice mm-hmm. about where we're going to live. Yeah, that's true. So one of the things that I would want to pass down to my kids is eating juk, which is Chinese porridge, congee. Yeah, congee. I didn't know it was called congee either or until I saw it in like, I think it was in a hotel. It was one of the breakfast options that you could have congee. And I was like, like what the fuck is congee? congee? No, it was Chinese. Chinese congee. Like overcooked rice, basically. Like really runny and porridgey and soft. So I personally wouldn't make that at home for Why? my children. I would. I, I would. would like it. You well, know, when like I bring it. them to your house, you can make congee for them. Put some peanuts in there. Congee with peanuts? Is that a thing? But I would no. literally have the small Chinese bowl of it. Like at most. Well, it's basically like, congee. it's like having soup. Like it's warming. It's very much like a comfort food. Clears your tummy as mum says. Does it? It's, it's, always that. it's more like to make you bloated, isn't it? Like carby, heavy carby mm-hmm. and water. But mum used to always make us eat it when we were ill. Yeah. yeah, I think that's why it's such a comfort food for me because it's so, I don't know, it's just warm and nice. But I don't like it when it has like loads of stuff in it, like meat. Mm-hmm. I just like plain rice. Yeah. Bro, I would always bite into a piece of ginger. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Look, I mean, it's really easy to make because you literally just put it in. Put it in what? Go on. Rice Tell cooker. us how to cook. Congee. Well, I just don't know exactly how much water you would need to get the right <laughs> texture. But also, you know Liang Sui? I, I tried to Google it, but it never comes up. So I want to ask maybe your listeners if they know what Liang Sui is like. It's Some not, people call it something else. It's not. Well, what's the word for soup? Because this ain't soup. This is. Yeah, what is the word medicine. for soup? <sighs> no, it's not like medicine. It's more like. Fong Sui. No, that's a sweet one. What's the word for like, just normal like, watercress soup? 
Are you going to make watercress soup for your we kids? Just, I, I like watercress soup. soup. I like watercress soup with rice. Yeah, yeah. soup fan. Soup fan. <laughs> All this stuff yeah. we used to eat as kids. So yeah, we never have soup fan anymore. <laughs> you ask mum to make it again. But on a real Leong soup, what is it? And how is it different from normal soup? And, Leong. and were the ingredients really that expensive? Because mum used to tell us we had to drink it because all the herbal ingredients cost like £30. But you didn't drink it? No, we didn't drink it. <laughs> you so put it in the plant with the bamboo. No, you didn't. Didn't you? I thought, I thought you did. Dassie used to say that she threw it out the window. At the window? Or out, out, it out the window. window. Or, or down the toilet. Mum used to be trying to give me the these um, <laughs> food supplements. Yeah. And I wouldn't eat them. And I was supposed to eat them, like, you know, on a full stomach. And I would never eat them. And then she, one time she, <laughs> more than once, she, like, ground up the pills and okay. mixed it in with rice. So when you ate the rice, it was all, like, gritty. Should've I didn't experience that because only you got the pill. Oh, no. <laughs> why, didn't, why didn't you just swallow the pill? Huh? Young, I just it? didn't want it. It was so gross. She used to make us have those omega-3 tablets as well. Oh, yeah, and remember those like, little vitamins, like the gummy oh, ones, the omega-3 yeah. oily ones. The omega-3 ones are massive. And the... Uh, there were ones that were like tiny red ones. And sometimes I wouldn't know what to do with them, and I wouldn't even throw them out the window. I was just throwing them like this. What, the <laughs> no. Can you imagine if sweet? we find one? No. <laughs> the the film. <laughs> Them. Yeah, because I didn't it's want it. Corner of the room. No, I would just break down upstairs. Like... <laughs> <laughs> you said break down upstairs. I'm not very strong as well, so it wouldn't have gone very far. But if only just in, in what, unlike the corner of the carpet. Just finds them when she's hungry. Like, kids are annoying, man. Going back annoying. to what we said, I think you were secretly misbehaving, whereas us three. Openly, openly misbehaving. And what about nowadays? What do you think we're like now? I mean, we still get yelled at, don't we? If we don't do our chores, I, I think we're better at setting boundaries. So when Mum says stuff, we just ignore it. I don't really get or yelled we run at. Away. Like, you would run away. What do you mean? <laughs> you just don't listen. No, yeah, I just don't engage. I don't argue back. Like just now, when I walked into the kitchen and Mum asked yeah. if I was going out, and then she said that I look fat in this dress, and I was like. Okay, but I didn't ask for your opinion, so... Bye. Does it make you sad? It's a bit annoying. There used to be a time when every single time when I came home, I would, like, she would only say it as well, like, when I was, like, halfway through a meal. So she would see me eating dinner, and then she would say, oh, don't eat so much, you're going to get fat, you're already fat, no one's going to want you. Like, really yeah, hurtful so stuff. Yeah, no one want you, what will your mother-in-law say? Um, yeah, don't eat so much. She'll always eat. make these comments while I was eating, like, what, do you, what does she want me to do about it? She always tries to make me eat the leftovers because she always cooks so much and like I think all of us have like stopped eating so much or we just like to eat cereal and sandwiches yeah um, instead of dinner sometimes which is I guess normal as well like not every day have a full dinner then there's always loads of leftovers and then she'll try and get me to finish off the fish we always have way more food at home than we could ever eat like there's so, so much. much food there's so much mashed potato olive can you finish it <laughs> honestly. 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 <laughs> There's so much mashed potato. Honestly. Jessica, you're being hypocritical. I can't eat it all. I had some yesterday. But you are like, oh, mum just expects me to eat it all. Now you're expecting Olivia to eat yeah. it Yeah. <laughs> it's a shared effort. It's just like, it's not supposed to be and, just And me. Olivia loves mashed potato. Exactly. I already ate two bowls like two days ago. 
Yeah, that was two days ago. How many did you eat today? I had one yesterday as well. So this that's is three bowls. So you guys good, got to catch up. Good effort from you. <laughs> what about the other two? I don't two? eat mashed potato. I don't mashed potato. <sighs> but I had two bowls, two spoons. If you put them into mashed potato pancakes, bro, what the fuck is I'll a mashed eat potato that. Pancake? We ate it in Istanbul. 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 Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so we all say bye. 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh, you just snorted. No, I didn't. So yeah. thanks for joining me on my podcast today. I hope you found it fun and not... <laughs> You're just clapping so no one can hear me. Bye. <laughs> 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 I don't even know how to edit that. It's gone so loud. Um, yeah, thanks for joining. Just want to let you know that I appreciate you. Aww. Even if Olivia oh, practically fell asleep and cut up the apron. Bro, I even went to the toilet in this podcast. <laughs> okay, saying thanks, I had fun. Bye. Thank, thank you, you for, for having us. I'm thank glad it's over. That was so forced. And thank you, Olivia, for being authentic and honest. Yeah, oh, yeah. she really doesn't give a shit. <laughs> Bye. 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 <laughs> <laughs> you are such a misery gut. Is this that painful? Well, I really, really hope you enjoyed that episode. There were some points where we were laughing so loud. It went to like maximum on my microphone. And so I had to really reduce the volume for some of our hilarious laughing. But I really hope you enjoyed that. Stick around for another episode. In this episode, we were celebrating Sisters Day. In next episode, we're going to be celebrating International Youth Day. So make sure you are subscribed, tune in. And thank you again for listening to Yellow Bee Pod. It's been your girl, Natalie. And I'll speak to you very, very soon. Bye!